Welcome to the Cat Dad Podcast. Together, we will explore the mysterious and fascinating world of cats. We will discuss anything and everything pertaining to these feline animals while sharing valuable information and having fun at the same time. Give a big meow to your host, Jay Wilson. Welcome to the Cat Dad Podcast. This is your host, Jay Wilson. I'm pretty excited today, folks, because this is my very first episode of the Cat Dad Podcast. That is correct. The very first episode of the Cat Dad Podcast. I'm looking forward to sharing my knowledge, my insight, my cat stories, as well as having other cat lovers and cat dads come onto the show to share their insight and stories as well. Hopefully in the future, we can have expert guests come on and give us some insight into the psychology of cats and cat behavior and hopefully find out why do cats do what they do? Why does my cat always step on my keyboard when I'm on the computer? Or why do they randomly jump on the counter and knock stuff off and then have the audacity to do it again when I'm not looking? We will find out about these funny but odd cat habits. So let's get into this podcast. My love for cats started at an incredibly early age. I was about three years old living with my grandparents in the suburbs of Philadelphia. They had an outdoor cat that I would play with, and I remember this cat was constantly on the prowl, trying to catch random birds that would land in our backyard. Countless times I watched this cat come up empty-handed, but one day, it eventually succeeded. And that was an aspect of life I was not ready for. And I tell you, when I say I wasn't ready, I was not ready for the prey to be hunted. I will never forget that moment when I saw that bird in that cat's mouth. I started screaming and I just ran off. I turned around to see this cat chasing me with the bird still in his grasp. I'm yelling frantically and banging on this green door, telling my grandma to let me in. Finally, she comes to the door, snot just running down my face. All I could say was, the cat caught a bird. I, I will never forget her facial expression and her infamous words. Boy, get in his house. I forever etched in my mind. Later in life, I will recall that memory, not because it was a traumatic event, but somewhat of a fascination of how animals could naturally hunt and prey based on their sheer primal instincts. When asked if I have pets, I tell them I have domesticated miniature tigers. That is right. Domesticated miniature tigers. <laughs> it's funny because sometimes people actually do believe me. But then I go on to explain I have cats and that cats and tigers social behaviors are similar to each other. They hunt independently. They're territorial. They're incredibly observant and curious. And they are solitary creatures. Cats have always had a mystical pill that stems from Egyptian mythology, where cats were thought of as gods. They were worshipped. They were praised. They were sacred. If you killed a cat, it meant you were sentenced to death. To death, folks. That was extreme. But that goes to show you how important cats were to Egyptian culture. And that was prominent throughout Egypt. From pictograms on ancient walls to statues, paintings, and murals, cats were viewed as good luck to anyone who housed them. When a cat died, they were mummified and buried next to their owner. This relationship between Egyptians and cats were created through agriculture and farming. As farming increased, so did the number of rodents. To combat this problem, the farmers brought in wild African cats known as Felis Sylvestris Libica, of which today's domestic cats are descendants. It is through domestication that we have different breeds as well as different co-patterns you see, you see today and domestic cats. This is very fascinating and intriguing topic with Egyptian culture and cats 
and I would like to go more in depth on a later episode. I would like to introduce my first guest, an avid cat lover, author of the children's book, Punky the Block Cat, and my mother, Miss Sylvia Wilson. Thank you for coming on the show, Mom. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So, Mom, um, tell me about your uh, first cat and how did you develop a love for cats? I developed a love for a cat from my first cat, which when I was about six years old, um, my father found this cat. His name was Midnight. He was really a street cat, but he was such a beautiful cat. And my father brought him home. He was all black and he had a midget of white right up under his like chin. Like, and that was it. And I just thought he was gorgeous. And um, he was like a cat that was into stuff too. You couldn't leave anything on the table because he would get it. <laughs> Sounds and like a typical cat. That was funny. Mm. Is there any um, is there is there any particular um, moment or memory with your cat that stands out? Yes, when he took the fish off the table <laughs> and ran out with the fish, and my sister, she was with my older sister Inel. She was living there, you know, too, and I I can remember her saying, "Midnight." midnight and then my mother ran what's wrong what's wrong he took the fish off the table <laughs> she was trying to clean the fish and he got it and ran out the back door oh wow <laughs> and he was a cat that everyone in the family loved my father loved him my mother loved him Every all of us loved him mm. he was such a beautiful black cat it sounded like that was premeditated when he took that fish like he already had a escape yeah. route <laughs> yeah you couldn't keep we couldn't keep food out when he was around okay so let me ask you this mom uh, what inspired you to write and publish a children's book about cats and what is your book about um it's about this cat that's a street cat and he thinks he wants to become a domesticated cat or a home cat because he's tired of the block. He's tired of uh, patrolling the block and running off stray cats and dealing with the mice and dealing with the neighbors and the neighbors, uh, the people in the community or this one block, they don't seem to appreciate his service. <laughs> and so... That's why, he, and plus he likes how the um, domesticated cats are treated. You know, they they don't have to worry about their meals or how they're going to get water and shelter. Mm. And then he's getting up there in age, so he's like looking into the future, you know. He won't be able to continue to patrol the block all the time because he's eventually he's going to get old and lose his strength and he doesn't want to go down in history like that he wants to you know go before that time arrives so he can become like a legendary cat right i feel like there's a lot of pumpkins out there who 
live that life of being a block cat. And then, like, I always wonder about those kind of wild feral cats or outdoor cats. Like, how do they survive once they're, you know, become older in age? And what happens to them, you know? Yeah, well, the actual idea uh, of writing this story was realistic. Like, I observed this cat named Pumpkin that lived on our block, and everybody loved him and would put food out for him. And so I just, like, started thinking about him all the time and watching him and observing him. And I thought about, you know, hey, I would like to develop a storyline about this cat. Yeah, I have to say, I really enjoyed your book, Ma, and I was glad to, uh, you know, be one of the first ones to buy it. And I have to say, I'm, I'm looking forward to a, a sequel. Can we expect a sequel to uh, Punk in the Block Cat? Uh, yeah, because I left it open for that, you know, for the sequel, which probably would be him trying to get how, how he's going to work out temporarily. You know, he's, he's like trying this house out. I don't want to give away the story, you know, mm-hmm. but so... There's a lot more that I can add to his, his life, okay. and his journey. Well, I'm looking forward to the, um, the next book. Um, it was a pleasure having you on the show and being my first guest. Thanks, Mom. And I look forward to having you on some future episodes. And I know you uh, have a lot to you. offer. And uh, as far as like your knowledge and wisdom, you know, with the world. And um, I'm very uh, appreciative and glad that you're my mom and thanks again mom you're welcome i hope you all enjoyed the first episode of the cat dad podcast like to give a special thanks again to my mom for coming on the air if you would like to read sylvia wilson's book punk in the block cat you can find it on amazon.com i too also have have a children book titled franklin the june book and sundance the cat along with a coloring book under the same title Please make sure to tune in next time when I discuss a really good topic, how to deal with a breakup as a pet owner, and what psychological effects, if any, does this have on your cat's behavior. I will continue to provide content that is entertaining, informative, and conducive to the awareness and well-being of cats. Thanks again for listening, folks. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Cat Dad, you can follow me on Instagram at cat underscore dad underscore podcast and Facebook at Cat Dad Podcast and our YouTube channel, The Single Life of a Cat Dad. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.